Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryce. And as always, I am Bryce and with me today. Bryce, I'm Charlie. Charlie. I just want to say sorry. Dad that Charlie. It's, can it's, I, offici- I can officially call you Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, hey, Daddy. <laughs> I just wanted to say sorry it's been so long, but right after the Super Bowl, I had the COVID. And then right after I was done having COVID, I had a baby. So Yeah. Congratulations. Round of applause for Charlie thanks, and Lily. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so now I just got two women bossing me around the house. Yeah. And you couldn't be happier. I really couldn't be. <laughs> I love it. Um, Charlie, it's been a while. It has been. And yeah. there's a lot to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. Yes. Um, Bryce. Charlie. Let's talk some football. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Um, first of all, let's just quickly congratulations to Matt Stafford and the Rams. Uh, and sorry, again, we can do a post Super Bowl pod. Um, one thing that I find interesting though, and I think a lot of teams are going to start doing it. There's obviously a, the, the model of making your team better in free agency mm-hmm. opposed to the draft. You know, most teams treat their draft capital like solid gold, but obviously the Rams said, nope, we'd rather have the veteran that we know can contribute right now. And it paid off. And I mean, they've been creating a super team for like two and a half years now. So, and it, and it finally did pay off. And, you know, everyone, as soon as the Matthew Stafford trade happened, this was the prediction that they would win the Super Bowl, and they did. Um, but it was awesome to see the Bengals in it. Joe Burrow, uh, obviously, they need to address their offensive line. Um, Bryce, what you got? Yeah, uh, all really good points. Um, going back to the Rams, uh, their Super Bowl parade, their GM, Les Snead, uh, was seen wearing a shirt that said, F, F them picks. <laughs> and you know, basically just insinuating that you know, the Rams have obviously traded away. I don't even. Remember, I think their first, their next first round draft pick is not till like twenty twenty seven or something like that. It's it's um, a wild. It is, yeah, it's insane. But uh, I agree, Charlie. As we know, the NFL is a copycat lead, and I just think I think you're right. I think more teams are going to start to say, you know what, maybe these picks aren't going to pan F-dem out. them picks. Yeah, I mean, and it's true. Like, I was talking to uh, a buddy today, and, you know, even they were saying it's like there's no guarantee that a draft pick's going to work out. And it honestly just puts you in worse cap position. So, you know, it's there is some trade-off there. Obviously, you can't only build a team through free agency. That's just not uh, probably fiscally possible, to right. be honest with you. Um, but there is some... It's definitely not. Yeah, it's there is some understanding of you know there's you got to take some calculated risks and honestly it's like kind of how the NBA operates a little bit right they right. they give away the draft picks pretty easily because they know it'll take those guys two to three years and unless you're truly developing and building a a, a true team around maybe a young coach or something like that it it honestly does probably look better to just go out and go do something in free agency for that perspective but uh moving on to the Bengals Charlie I, again it's a good year it, it was it was it was tough to see them go down uh in their one demise that we all knew was their offensive line and 
you know, Aaron Donald comes up with probably the biggest sack of his career so far. And um, again, it was unfortunate. And as as unfortunately both of our teams know, there is no guarantee that you ever get back to the Super Bowl. So yep. uh, it, honestly, it's very easy for us to say, you know, we'll see Cincinnati back there next year. But in the loaded AFC, I think that's the furthest Absolutely thing from the truth. Absolutely loaded. Um, and it just continues to get more and more loaded, honestly, with this free agency stuff that we're going to get into, Chuck. Um, and just to kind of real quick elaborate a little bit more, how many players do you honestly think? There's probably, what, 270-some players drafted every year. Yeah. How many do you actually think can step in right away and make a significant impact game after game? Oh, that's a good, I mean, it's a good point. Again, I would say, we like, know, maybe 15 to 20. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say probably on a starter basis, I would say you're right, probably 15 to 20. How many guys are useful to their team? Probably a lot close more. 30, 30 like, to 40 maybe through special teams and stuff like that. Unlike a veteran who can, I mean, they picked up a 37-year-old soccer dad, who, but he's a veteran, so yeah. Eric Weddle I'm talking about, their safety, and he came in and made an impact right away. You cannot necessarily do that with a, a rookie yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it'll be. I think there are going to be a lot more teams uh, do, following that model. Yeah. I agree. I, I just think, um, you know, especially once you get to these later draft picks, uh, you know, we see so much, Charlie, that these teams are just getting raked over the coals for hitting or missing on a draft pick. And, you know, I, I think some scouting departments, if, if you as a coach don't feel confident or, you know, don't feel, don't like, based off like for this year, for instance, what I'm trying to say is for this instance, Obviously, there's no top-tier quarterbacks this year. But we obviously know, Charlie, that there's a lot of quarterback-needy teams in the market right now. So are you really willing to try and take a second or third? And that's still pretty high draft capital on a guy who may or may not pan out to maybe even a first-round draft pick. Or would you rather trade maybe one or two of those picks away and go get you know, a seasoned veteran, like you said? Like, Almost what Denver did, really. And I think, like you said, it's a copycat league, and I think we're going to see more teams start to do it. Now, you know, again, we're going to kind of dive into this. The Carson Wentz deal, you know. uh, uh. (laughs) 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 Listen, if you're going to go out and go get a quarterback, I get it. But uh, going out and... and It's like, all right, we couldn't get Aaron Rodgers. We couldn't get Russell Wilson. Let's get... Carson, Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz? Question mark. <laughs> I mean, like it's just like it just so the like what's the, what's the compensation for these mid to lower tier? Unless like Russell Wilson, he's obviously going to demand a lot of compensation because we know he's a proven winner. But these these middle of the tier guys, Jimmy G, Carson Wentz. Um, Let me tell you about Carson Wentz's uh, salary when they traded for him. The Washington Commanders had $33 million in cap space. Carson Wentz, when they got him, took up $28 million of that $33 million. Yeah. Now, there, it sounds like Landon Collins is going to go in free agency, so some of that will get cleared up, but that's a lot. That's a huge And even Landon Collins came out and said Carson that Wentz. they asked him to take a pay cut, and then a- after they got Carson Wentz, they asked him to take another pay cut. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just, you know... And listen, I, I I don't know that I don't believe in Carson Wentz as a guy who can at least get you to the playoffs. 
I think he's got to be having a good year. I don't know. It, it's tough. He's he's so hard to to project. But um, obviously the, the reality is he had a really a pretty solid year. Yeah, statistically last year. solid year, right? And right. it was it's just the last game or two, probably the last game that just left a nasty taste. And it sounds like it's not his play that got him out of out of Indy. He didn't. He had a really. He has apparently has a nasty attitude and a bad. Um, he has poor camaraderie. Really? With his teammates, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so apparently he's not a good locker room guy. Huh. Yep. Interesting. I mean, because with Frank Reich, that was, that was like... That was the supposed thing. Supposed to be where he resurrected that career. Right. Now we'll see. Huh. I, I mean, he's he is obviously a better quarterback and more serviceable than Tyler... Taylor? Taylor. Taylor. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I, I did that last year, too. Um, having said that, that's an expensive course. And I, it's not even the the trade, the trade, the, sorry, draft capital they traded. Cause, I mean, two, they swapped seconds. They moved like five picks back in the second round and then uh, two thirds. That's fine. Yeah. But it's the 28 million. Yeah. That yeah. really gets me. Yeah. I mean, they're oh, not going to be able to build a ton around him. And they already didn't have a whole lot of room, and you got a lot of run, young rookies that you're trying to sign in here in the next couple of years. Yeah. All right, so Chuck, where do you want to start? You want to go into, um, you know, some trades here, or let's do you start, want to just let's kinda... do a little bit chronologically? Okay. Um, All right. So we had the first thing was first was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So... And and what is that called the franchise tag deadline? Yeah. And so everyone kind of thought that. Aaron Rodgers would make his decision by the deadline because what would happen with Devontae Adams? Right. They tagged him. Aaron Rodgers said he's staying. They also made him the highest paid uh, player in the history of the NFL. So um, I'd probably stay too. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd, mean, I'd, I'd brave the cold for 50 million a year. Yeah. 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 You think? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible how they keep, he just keeps getting all this money. I don't know where it's coming from. And it just feels like at some point they are just giving up on Jordan Love, right? I think it's probably time for Jordan Love to move on, right? I mean, um, like and, I know, think at this point, it, needy teams, I want to probably kick the tires on that a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean, I you could argue if they're giving up on him or if they're just trying to quote unquote give him more time to develop. Um, but I don't know. It just seems odd to me uh, if you really believed in Jordan Love. Think you'd give him a chance? Well, so this is kind of why I want to know more about this contract with for Aaron Rodgers because if he has an out, yeah. So right. remember the like whole what's going to happen after next year? Yeah, the whole deal like with him coming back last year was that he had an out this year, right? And so I still really believe that he probably kept that in his contract, and I think if he could just he could be done. Either with Green Bay or done. Period. After next year, and maybe the Packers kind of get that sense too, so they're going to hold on because this would be the three-year quote-unquote internship that Aaron Rodgers did. Right. Because so Jordan Love's only been the backup for two years now. Yeah. So this would be the third year. Uh, so I want to know more details about that contract. I, I mean, 153 million guaranteed. My goodness gracious. Yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, and I bet a lot of that's in this first year, and Aaron Rodgers is going to rake him over the coals and then be gone. Yeah. Um, so, we'll, you know, that's So, what, be do you know what the tag number is for Devontae? 
How much are they paying him for the year? Uh, no, but I can look it up like quickly. Sixteen or seventeen, I think, for wide receivers Probably. now. Probably, yeah, because I mean, I think the best paid wide receivers are right at twenty, and the way the tag works is the average of the top yeah five at that position, right? Yeah, yep. Um, so while we're talking about wide receivers here, are kind of trying to chronologically move forward. Uh, it looks like the Cowboys are moving on from Amari Cooper as well, so that'll be interesting to see where he lands in free agency. Charlie, did you, did you? I don't know if these rumors are true, uh, but Charlie, did you hear about the confrontation between Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott? No. So apparently, in their playoff game last year, Amari Cooper and Dak got into it, and Amari Cooper called Dak Prescott. And I kid you not, this is the exact quote from I don't, whatever these rumors are, if they're true or not. Black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> That's what Amari Cooper That's said? That's what Amari Cooper called Dak Prescott Black Kirk Cousins. So, like, obviously, that that's supposed to be a diss, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Now, is he saying that because he won't get vaccinated or... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know. Um, for the record, uh, Devontae Adams' tag number is $20.1 million. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Um, but, so, Amari... Did he say that to Dak's face? Or I, like, apparently, that again, uh, these are the rumors, but yeah, apparently that was part of, you know, obviously Amari's cap hit, but also, you know, going into, apparently there were some frustrations between those two. And so, here's the thing, in my opinion, if they had to, I mean, I think the Amari Cooper thing, letting him go, as far as like getting under the cap and who they have behind him, made perfect sense to me. But without that part of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because they obviously love Michael Gallup and he's going to be a lot cheaper than Amari Cooper. Yeah, exactly. Um, and CeeDee Lamb and they just tagged Dalton Schultz. So they've got You'll get Cedric Wilson as well. Yeah. You know? who played great. Yeah. And, um, I think we'll continue to. So I, I thought it made sense before hearing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they are way over the cap and yeah. they're going to have to make some serious moves have to figure it out. Uh, so kind of, again, trying to go chronologically here, Charlie, Russell Wilson gets traded to the Denver Broncos, which, yes. by the way, I'd love to go back and listen to the tape, but I think you and I were both onto something. I want to hear what each of us specifically said. I know I said it would be one or the other, um, but I thought that Pete Carroll would go and Russ would stay. So I was close, um, pretty close, but obviously. Oh, uh, uh, I thought you said that they'd both go and I, burn may- it down. Maybe I did. Maybe I and did. And I thought one or the other would go. Yeah. That's why I'd have to go back and we'd have to go back and listen to the tape because yep. I knew we both both very close to what actually is happening here. Now, do you remember when Russell Wilson last year he came out and said these are the teams I would get traded? Yeah, to? Denver wasn't one of them. Are you positive? I I, I heard yeah. someone else say that they didn't think so. I no, it was it New was. Orleans. It was the Cowboys. It was Chicago, and there was one other team, one other big big market team. I think like a New York or Philly or something like that. Okay. I thought Denver was, but I guess that uh, makes sense that um That's why I was surprised when Denver made the trade just because, you know, he's got a no trade clause and, you know, had to be into it. And they they um, offered less I think than Washington did. Right. But they just right. wanted to get well, him out of the that, NFC. Well, it was uh, yeah, exactly. They want they didn't want him in the NFC, which understandably so. Uh they they wanted him out and and obviously move him to somewhere the closest place for Russell that's not going to be competing against him every year. 
Well, so, I, gotta, I've, I gotta say, I feel bad for Noah Fant. He went from having Drew Locke as a quarterback to having Drew Locke as a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Russ goes to Denver. Russ and a fourth round pick go to Denver. Seattle gets two first round draft picks, two second round draft picks, a fifth. Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. So I, I obviously losing Russ is that hurts. Yeah. And Bobby Wagner, which they have right. also released, which apparently part- Bobby Wagner is pretty salty about, because apparently no one from the organization called Bobby Wagner. They told him through his agent. Bobby Ooh. Wagner's been there for ten plus yeah, years. Yeah, that's 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 pretty insulting to be let yeah. go that way. Um, but about the trade, I actually, besides obviously losing Russell Wilson, but I I like what they. I mean, the getting Noah Fant. When's the last time the Seahawks had a good... I mean, Will Disley is a free agent. Yeah. So I thought that was a great move. Uh, obviously getting a lot of the capital back from the Jamal Adams trade. Um, and frankly, I think Deshaun Watson's their starting quarterback next year. Seattle? Yes. You think so? I think that's part of what they got all that capital. They're going to just throw it away yeah. to get Deshaun. Huh? Which, I mean, we'll see. I don't... The, the I mean, the true reality of that is I do not think the Seattle market would welcome Deshaun Watson with what he's got going on. Right. Um, which we'll dive into, but it, that probably won't be a very welcoming market. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. But I kind of think that they are now running for Deshaun as well. Uh, they have the draft capital to do it. That's for sure. Yeah. They definitely do. Um uh, but I agree. So, Charlie, if you're looking at this thing, who do you think won this trade? Do you think Denver won it or do you think Seattle won it? I think Denver. I mean, because Denver really was... A quarterback away. Yes. And they still are now. Yeah. I, I mean, no, I think they now their need, defense need is really good. tight end again. But, um, yeah. But do you even need one if you have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and... Um, Tim Patrick? Yeah. Yeah, get one. But but when it, it's a bummer because they had a great one. Yeah. But, no, I think... And underutilized. I don't know if they're, they're going to keep Melvin Gordon or not, but they've got uh, Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think um, they're going to be. There's a lot of great offensive linemen in free agency that they can go get. Yeah, I, I think Lyle uh, Collins from Cowboys is expected to seek a trade for or to, to Denver. Yep, which to go protect Russ's blind side, which would be a really another really good pickup for Denver if they're yep. able to make that happen. But also, it sounds like, and this is where I don't understand why they do this, they let a player uh, seek a trade, which I guess allows them to find a place that they want to go to. But they also said if they can't seek a trade, they're just going to release them. So it's like, so just release them. You know what I mean? Like, like who's going to go and try and trade for them? They're just going to wait till you release them and then pay. Because they may not have the... So if they here, here's here's how I understand those situations because I wonder the same thing. If there's a team that wants this guy, um, but they don't think they'll be able to get him in free agency, either they'll get out money wise, or, yeah, right, or right. they you know he's going to be scooped up and wanted elsewhere, yeah, and like might might be a more attractive market to go to. Then they'll trade even if it takes you know a late round pick or whatever, just trade something, yeah. Um, that's how I understand that, but I think the Denver thing would make a lot of sense. Bryce, uh, real quick, rank 
the AFC West quarterbacks. Oh, jeez. What a absolute arms race the yeah. AFC West is now. Um, unfortunately, I think Derek Carr comes last. And he's a top 10 passer. He is yeah, a top it, 10 and passer that, and the worst quarterback in his division. Yeah, yeah. That is insane. Yeah, it is. So Derek Carr is last. Derek Carr's fourth. I think just out of proven track record, that's the only way that you can truly rank these guys from here on out. I mean, I think all talent-wise, they're all relatively the same. I think then it goes Herbert. Russ Mahomes. Okay, that's probably where I'd do it. So Patrick Mahomes first, Russ, Herbert. Um, yeah, and a lot. That's not what I'm hearing a lot of. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of people put Russ third, which I don't know about that. No, I don't know about that. But but at the same time, it is kind of a toss up. Yeah. But yeah. because I mean, if all four of those quarterbacks retire today, Russ is the only lock for yeah. the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Even right. Patrick Mahomes is not a lot for the Hall of Fame right now. Right. You know what but I mean? But Russ has been doing it for a lot longer, so it's also understandable that... But he he, pro- he made it to the Super Bowl twice, probably in the exact same amount of time that Patrick Mahomes did in his career. True. So That is also true. Um, But yeah, I think Russell Wilson has the best deep ball yeah. in, in that division. Um, I, I, I mean, I would even say... That you could argue Russell Wilson's right up there with Patrick Mahomes, like maybe that's a coin. I would say, yeah, if there's any switch, I would put Russ over Patrick Mahomes. I think Herbert's a solid third, but I think if you're going to argue anything, it would be uh, Russ or Patrick as first or second. Well, all right, so here's here's if you had the worst offensive weapons in the league, which quarterback do you want, Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson? Russell, I would too. I uh, probably. I just I, think I would too. I just knowing like from what and maybe that's just recency bias from what we've seen from Patrick Mahomes, but like I just I trust Russell to do a little bit more. I don't know, maybe it's just this there's more veteran experience, but I don't know. I just um I'm not taking anything away from Patrick Mahomes, but trustworthy wise, I'd I'd probably trust Russell a little bit more. Now I had a little bit of a conspiracy not really a conspiracy theory, but remember so this year Russell actually looked affected from his injury from when he came finger. back from it. Yeah, he definitely did. And, you know, this trade isn't finalized. It'll be finalized on Wednesday when the new league year starts and free yeah. agency starts. Pending a physical. And I was like, worst case scenario right now, he fails a physical. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't think was out of the realm of possibility. Right. Um, I think from what I heard with his it's surgery not, he's not and going he rushed back and yeah. you know, just tried to force it and just didn't didn't have the feeling back in the finger that he probably should have yet but no I agree I mean I I think there's that AFC West it's like one of those teams is not going to the playoffs can you believe that one of those teams is just not gonna go but there very possibly could be three more teams from the AFC West that go back into the playoffs next year yep and one of those teams is just probably not good could you I would probably put money on all four of those teams making it to the playoffs at oh, the yeah. same time. I really, I really think two of those teams could be a wild card. Um, I would expect that probably. I mean, yeah. the the AFC West is so loaded with quarterbacks though that I mean, even if you did so like that, we ranked their quarterbacks. But if you did top five in the AFC, yeah, I, I mean. Three of those four are in the top five, probably. Listen, all I know for fantasy next year, 
rely on the AFC West. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if those three wide receivers for Denver, those guys are now in the top 20 picks. All three of them, I would say. All well, three of them. Well, and and Javante, Javante Williams, obviously, with running backs as thin as they are, like you said, no one really knows what they're going to do with um, Gordon. Um, but I think you can really start to rely heavy on the Denver pieces coming out to play and being reliable fantasy starters next year. Yep. And then, so in response to the Broncos getting Russell Wilson, yep. <clears throat> the Chargers traded for Khalil Mack. I mean, think about how scary that is. The Chargers are going to have Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. I saw a, a gif. Uh, it was like a, a meme or it was really a gif of <laughs> it said Chargers defensive line. And it was just uh, clips of Bobby Boucher from the Waterboy just absolutely (laughs) demolishing (laughs) quarterbacks left and right. I mean, just like full in flight, just like throwing people out of the stands. That's perfect. And it was so perfect and so true because it is, I mean, talk about, I mean, that, and that's what, honestly, it was one of the things that held the Chargers back was their defensive line and some of, some of their offensive line a little bit. Um, But being able to stop the run was the biggest thing. The Chargers yeah. couldn't do it last year, and I mean, you add Mac, and I think they need to add some some big boy pieces in the middle of that defense. But holy smokes, did that just markedly improve their defense? Good God, just I like know. that. And so on the Bears side of it, I I guess Matt Eberflus wants his own guys in there or whatever. But like, so he's like, okay, well, I've got Robert Quinn, who actually just broke the Bears sack record. Yeah. But do you think he did that because Khalil Mack's on the other side? I think that had a big yeah. thing to do with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but also, you know, I think I think it makes sense for the Bears just because, you know, this is one of those things, Charlie, where they probably hired Eberflus knowing that, like, there's a shared vision of, okay, we're going to have to retool. You're going to give me three to four years. I have our franchise quarterback, and we're going to build this thing back from here. And their defense is a... I mean, they got holes all over that defense, so I think that's that is part of their um, part of their idea. And he's obviously the defensive coordinator who's going to be able to do it for him. Okay, then why didn't they get more in return? Like why that? Get- that I don't know. I mean, the Panthers so, gave more for Sam Darnold than the Chargers had to give up for Khalil Mack. That so what just was it again? Absolutely that blows my mind. The Chargers gave up what? Chargers gave up a second round pick and a sixth round pick. That's it. I mean, for and the Mack. sixth is next year, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and the Panthers on. gave up a second, a third, and a fifth for Sam Darnold. Do you think you can draft anyone in the first round? Which actually, so for the record, the first round uh, this year will be loaded with probably eleven to twelve edge rushers. Yeah. Having right. said that, though, do you think you can plug in any of those guys and make an impact like Khalil Mack? No. No. So, I mean, that's where we, again goes give, back give, to our conversation to start get the a first rounder for him. Yeah. I mean, it's, that blows my mind. I, it like I would say it just going from a second to a third. It's like how does that even make like? Oh, sorry, from a second to a six. Like how does that even make any sense? I'm asking for a second, third, and maybe a fourth. Oh yeah, for Khalil Mack. You I know? mean, give me a first. And I, I mean, I might be. I mean, okay. he is no like it's like you know Melvin Ingram. You know when he was traded last year, it's like yes, he is probably on the back end of his career, but he's still super functional. And pairing him with Joey Bosa, young, 
you know, guy well, that, who can get after it. It's like, holy We smokes. thought that when Melvin Ingram went to the Chargers and it was those two, that they were just going to light the world on fire. And that yeah. didn't really happen. But right. then Melvin Ingram... Goes to the Chargers and then he does. Well, no, he went to the the Chiefs. Chiefs, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Chiefs. And then he and he killed it. Yeah. So, um, also though, the Bear, I think there's something about the Bear system because they had Leonard Floyd and they're like, all right, well, he's not cutting it. Let's trade him with the Rams. And then he, he has a really it. good year for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's I what think, I, I, I just Khalil don't Mack know that do they great. have. I I feel like in like Khalil Mack, you know, is that stand up linebacker kind of deal that they had. Leonard Floyd was kind of the same thing. So I have a feeling like Eberflus and like the Colts, the Colts ran defensive ends that had their hand in the dirt. And that's where I think. Are you telling me Khalil Mack can't put his hand in the dirt? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there's a lot of other factors that go into it. But I think Eberflus probably has a, a feeling of wanting a more traditional defensive line uh, to go there. And I think that means like hand in the dirt kind of defensive end guys and I obviously we both know Khalil Mack can do it but I think if you're the Bears you have the mindset of okay we're on a long road if you're Eberflus you know you got maybe three to four years to rebuild this thing let's get as many draft picks as we can and and see what we can do from there or get the draft picks and trade them for someone else you know I don't don't know well so here's my argument to that um Little little history here, but Bill Parcells, he when he went to the Cowboys, Bill Parcells is a four three guy, and they had a three four when he got there, and you know he was asked about, are you going to install the four three? He's like, well, that's not who we have right now, so yeah. no, we're going to keep the three four for a couple of years. Yeah, and as I start to assimilate the players and get my players that I want for the four three, then we'll switch. But do work with what you have. Yeah, I I mean. I guess for Matt Eberflute, like, I understand wanting your own guys, but, like, why literally the best football player on the in the organization get rid of him? I mean, and not get the capital back. Right. I, I think Matt Eberflute is going to do great. I really do. I think he's a great defensive – or was a great defensive coordinator. I think he's going to do a good job out. Just I, I question that decision. No, I agree. I agree 100%. All right, so moving on here, Charlie. Um, just quickly, Max Crosby signs a four-year, $98 million deal. Super happy for him. He absolutely deserves it the way he's played over the last year. Absolutely. Um, and then you want to go into the Carson Wentz? Oh, and uh, he's – this is – so he's 24 years old. He's two years sober. Yeah, yeah. Um, he – 2021 or 2020, I think. Was his first was he got it? He had a tattoo on his hand. Oh, really? I think it's two twenty 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 or something like that. On the first day he became sober, I think, or something. So yeah, really cool, well deserving guy. Obviously, um, he's going to be a big impact for the Raiders moving forward. And he's rich. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, so Charlie, going into the, again the Carson Wentz thing. So Carson Wentz gets traded to the Commanders, Washington Commanders. Uh, for a third-round pick, they swapped their second-round picks, and for a third-round pick in 2023. So, not a whole lot of draft capital there to give up, but like we talked about before, it's the amount of money that Washington signed him to uh, is just absolutely breathtaking, almost. Yeah. Um, um, do you think that Washington's going to draft quarterback? Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do too. Yeah, I do. I think there's a handful of these teams that 
even though that they'll make a splash in free agency, I think they will draft a guy. Because I think, you know, especially this quarterback class, you're not, maybe one of these guys comes off the board towards the end of the first round, but I think everyone else will be in the second or the third, um, depending on who, who they are. So I don't know. I, I think it will open some things up for teams to go get different pieces in the first round, but I, I do think... You know, Panthers, Steelers, like Seattle, like these teams are making splashes in free agency, but I do think that they will look to the draft to try and develop someone else. Like Seattle is a perfect example. Like they have Geno, but, you know, what are you really getting out of Geno? Now they have Drew Locke. What can you get out of Drew Locke? You know, um, Pittsburgh, they have Dwayne Haskins and they have Mason Rudolph. And it doesn't sound like they're sold on either one of those guys, but they like Mason Rudolph more for whatever reason. God knows why. Um, but they're going to look to make a splash. So I'll be just curious to see what happens and how it happens. But, you know, Pittsburgh, Seattle, and Carolina are, to be said, the three biggest teams in the running for Deshaun Watson. So if that's... I also heard, though, that someone from inside the... <clears throat> Pittsburgh organization, you you did say Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, said he is like they they will not pursue Sean Watson, which I see that I I could too, and I'm curious to see even if Pittsburgh wanted in on the deal, do you think Houston would trade him inside the AFC? Because I don't. I think if Houston's going to trade him, I think they're smart enough to trade him outside the AFC. Yeah, I think they will, but at the same time, I I think whoever has the best package. Yeah, you think. I, I think I think that Bob McNair is probably at this point. Is it Bob or yeah? Well, or, that is um, that the GM. He's the owner. Yeah, I think Bob McNair's like, okay, I just paid this man a lot of money to do absolutely mm-hmm. nothing on our team last mm-hmm. year. I, he wanted all the settlements done last year. So real quick, uh, the Deshaun Watson went in front of a grand jury on Friday, and there were nine criminal char uh, criminal complaints, mm-hmm. and he they failed to indict him on a single one of them, which is why Deshaun Watson wanted to be in front of the grand jury in the first place. He wanted the truth to come out. And so all of the criminal complaints, he was not indicted. So he is like free of charge from all of those. And um, now there are still, so he civil. Yeah. So he settled, 20 of the 22 mm-hmm. civil cases, and there are two that did not want to settle yet. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think that maybe like Shefty came out and was had some pretty poorly worded tweets, and it, and it wasn't even Shefty. And I feel bad because everyone started ripping Shefty, and, and unfortunately, it's just one of those things where, like, even if Charlie and I talk about this, we're not saying any of this stuff is okay. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson shouldn't be charged for any of this stuff. Charlie and I don't know, and unfortunately, in in some of these sexual assault cases, there's not going to be a whole lot of evidence there to say what did or didn't happen, and that that is probably the downfall of our judicial system is that there is no true way, and it is innocent till proven guilty in a certain point where that helps and hurts people on whatever side of the fence that you lie on, but uh, in in this case... Deshaun Watson is not facing any criminal charges. Does that make anything that he did wrong or just dissolve? No. Honestly, I think it probably means that he did have some of these instances that go on. 
22 women don't come out of nowhere accusing one person just for shits and gigs. Like, this just doesn't happen. Like, um, okay. You okay. know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah. I just, you know, I, I think there's a lot to be said here. I don't think anyone is gonna have their best take on it. It's just, you have to spit facts here and when what's currently happening because, you know, everyone's opinion is gonna be different on it and how they view Deshaun Watson how your organization views Deshaun Watson, how your fans view Deshaun Watson is really what it's going to come down to. And Deshaun came out and said he's going to continue to, you know, fight to build back trust and earn his, uh, you know, earn, put respect back on his, not respect, but just, you know, kind of make himself look better in the public's eye. Um, And he has done a lot of charitable work, but. And he will continue to do so, I'm sure. And yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough situation, regardless. Um, but I agree, Charlie. I think it is interesting to see. It will be interesting to see um, between Seattle, Carolina, maybe Pittsburgh. Who knows at this point? Who's gonna have the draft capital? Who's gonna want to go get this guy? And I know Carolina's been said to have a major push for Deshaun. Uh, Personally, I agree with you, though. I think Seattle has more compensation that Houston's going to want, draft pick-wise, especially after the Russell Wilson trade. So, I don't know. They, they're they said to... Houston has still been rumored to want the same package as what they were originally asking for. Sounds like three first-round draft picks, other draft, other draft picks, which means potentially a second or a third, and a player or two in exchange. And it sounds like those players are still defensive players, um, cheap, young defensive players from what it sounds like. So we'll see. I, I think if that's the case, Seattle obviously is loaded. Seattle can do it, potentially. I don't think they have three draft picks. They don't, but they do have two first-round draft picks now, and one of them's in the top ten. So, you know, I, I if you mortgage two, two this year and then one next year, you have some compensation to do it. Like you said, if... if Seattle gives up everything they gave away in the Russ trade to go get Deshaun. I think that is the best case scenario for Seattle. Now, how their organization and fans viewed Deshaun, we just said that could be a huge issue. Yep. I Bryce, we I mentioned this before we started recording, but I kind of think McCaffrey's going to go. Um, I would I not be surprised. I will be very curious to see the compensation for him, but I would not be surprised if they do trade him. Um, having, I don't think that. I well, actually, I hope for McCaffrey's sake, he is not in the trade for Deshaun. I think that he will be traded separately and beforehand. I don't think I don't think Houston's interested in McCaffrey. Okay. Everything that I've heard rumor mill wise is that he's not interested in they're not interested in Christian McCaffrey. So I think I think Miami is a great landing spot for McCaffrey and they will have the capital to give y'all. I mean, they could be the highest bidder on that easily. I at this point I wouldn't be surprised if we give McCaffrey up for just a single first round draft pick. Yeah. Just one, just a one first round draft pick. I, I don't think it'll be just a one. I, I think it'll I think be a one and be a four. Enough, I think there are going to be enough bidders. You think? Yeah. I'll be curious to see like what people are are asking for, what they're asking for in exchange for McCaffrey. Well, these early ones are going to kick the tires on something low and just see. 
gauge interest. Yeah. Um, I bet Mike McDaniel having he I think he has. They have two first round draft picks, right? Okay. Yeah, I was thinking maybe three. Two but or three, because I think they have. No, Philly has three. Giants have two. They have two. The Dolphins. Miami has two. I'm pretty positive. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think they they'll be able to give up at least just the first, and then um that'll load up the Panthers to go get Deshaun. And like honestly, I'm I'm open to Deshaun. I am. I it depends on the compensation to me. It really does because if you're asking for three first round draft picks and some of our defensive players, now now I start getting into the concern of like, let's just let's just wait. <laughs> you know, it's like right. I, I don't. I mean, I'm there's no perfect answer here. There's just not. And me suffering through or the Panthers suffering through another year with Darnold. Well, that's the bed that our GM and our head coach sewed. So, you know, I I, I could make two very Good arguments for either case. If they're going to go after Deshaun Watson this year, you're going to have to give up a lot of compensation for him. Now, can you get some of that compensation back for trading Christian McCaffrey? Maybe. Maybe. But I also think that it would be possible to go get Deshaun and give up some good young defensive players. Now, Panthers are said that the only defensive player that they're not going to give up is Jeremy Chin. And understandably so. Brian Burns... Derek Brown, Yator Gross Matos. I don't think they give away um, J.C. Horn just because he's he's not developed himself yet. And with the injury last year, no one really knows what he's going to turn out to be. Um, but I, I could see any of those guys going. And I love Brian Burns. I really do. But I I, I could understand if they got rid of him because he he's not a true 4-3 defensive end. Um, and, and he you know, still played really well. He does I would, he, I would, I, with I Hassan Reddick, but I, I I would again. That's what I'm saying. Let it's me like, just say I think it would hurt more to lose Brian Burns than to lose Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I Hot would agree. Take or, okay, I would agree. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, what are we giving up and what are we getting back? Are we only getting Deshaun Watson back? Are we going to get you know? Can we give away Christian and get a pick and still potentially? end up with someone there and, you know, what can we do in free agency-wise? We obviously know the Panthers need to fix their offensive line. Y'all should have tagged Gilmore and used him in the trade. Well, and that's why, again, the Panthers don't have that much room. And it sounds like if the Panther, if the draft was tomorrow, it sounds like the Panthers will draft a left tackle. Actually, Please, for the love it's, of God. it sounds more like this. As of late, it's been they'll draft a quarterback at six. And then they will slide Brady Christensen over to the left tackle spot and sign a guard or someone in free agency, and then their line will be relatively fixed. Relatively, there's some good, really good guards out there. Exactly, exactly. And now you know Eric Fisher's attacker out tackle out there. I don't know that we'll be able to pay him, but there are some good guards in free agency. And I honestly good tackles too. I hope the Panthers go get a good young first round draft pick in a tackle because there's three franchise guys on the board here and we could have our chance at any two of them. I think two of them will be who our picks come down to. But if you guys really want a quarterback, you can trade back, get a couple more picks, yeah. and and get your quarterback. Which I think is another option. Um, but at the end of the day, I just you know, it comes back to I don't like Matt Rule. I think he needs to go. And 
you know, I think Matt Rule is going to make moves in order to save his job. And it's a matter of, you know, what's going to happen or what those t- moves turn into. So I, I, I don't want to make this a Panthers podcast, Charlie. So I'm going to, I'm going to be quiet from there, but I, I just think what the Panthers do this off season will well, make it's huge or break because the NFC get. South is wide open. Yeah. And so yeah. <clears throat> let's talk about another quarterback needy team that could make a run at Deshaun. I don't think they will, but the saints, the bucks, I mean, really the only one that's that can run a two minute drill in the NFC South right now is Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. which I could see Jimmy G going to one of these teams in the NFC yeah, South. I, I see that too. And I, I mean, you and I kind of talked about this a while ago, but we think it's a possibility that maybe the Jimmy gets traded to the Bucks for the rights to Tom Brady and some other stuff. And I bet that would make Tom Brady come out of retirement for a year. You think? Uh, yeah. You think? I, I think that's the only way Tom Brady comes out of retirement is if it's to go play for the 49ers. I truthfully believe that. Yeah. Um. Also, just because if he stays out of it this year, I don't think that means he's done done I mean I think there's still the possibility that he's going to come back the following year and go win a couple more Super Bowls or something like with whoever um, but I think the only way to pull him out of retirement this year would be I think that one to even like justify it to himself and to his family like it's the Niners though yeah you know what I mean yeah but next year I think it would open up more possibilities um I don't know. I I don't. I I agree with you. I don't see him coming back to the Buccaneers just because they, Ali Marpet, yeah. retired, and you know they just they're the Bucks are the Bucks went out and did what the Bucks did. They went out and they got a Super Bowl. It's just like the Rams. The what the the what the Bucks did is no different than what the Ram or Rams That's exactly are do. right. And now there's going to be, and the Rams will see this in the next couple of years. There's going to be some fallout from that, and that's just what happens. You need to retool and reload and. Sometimes rebuild. Well, do you think? Uh, I've heard that there's a possibility that maybe the Saints will trade for Jimmy. I don't know. I thought it was a great fit when Sean Payton was there. I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I do think they'll probably keep Jameis just because I think he's the cheap option. Now, what they do on offense, I don't really know. So it would be an easy breaking point if they don't want to get Jameis back, but. With the ca- as bad as cash strapped as the Saints are, I think Jameis offers you a really cheap option, and you know you can kind of go from there. Yep. Um, and then you know there's there's rumors that Kirk could be traded. I think that Kevin O'Connell, who the the Vikings hired, you know he said all the right things about like he I mean he has worked with Kirk before, so he really wanted to be with Kirk. Granted, you're not going to get hired and be like, no, I can't work with the guy. Yeah. I want him out as fast as possible. Like, I, I want to punch him in the nuts. I don't want to work with him. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of that. You know, they were obviously during the draft last year, they were probably doing their due diligence um, on the quarterbacks, and maybe they he loves Kellen Mond. And he wants to get rid of Kirk. And, I mean, there's the money thing with Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can almost guarantee if Mike Zimmer was there that they were starting to not get along. And Mike Zimmer really thought he was being irresponsible with how he carried himself with the pandemic and the team and everything. So I bet that would have definitely happened as far as trading him. What are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen with Kirk? Uh, I think he stays there. I think, uh, I think you're right. I think Kevin O'Connell will see what he has, see what he can do with them. 
I think if he's he came, up for an extension, then Kirkus after this year, after this year, maybe after yeah. this year, I think. So yeah, I think you know they'll see, they'll evaluate. I think Kevin O'Connell, I think it's 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 his uh, due process to see what he has in Kirk and see if he can work with him. You know, do do a trial. This is you know last year and see if he wants to extend him. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm that one. I, I don't you know the Kirk one. I'm not like so. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of movement there just because the new coach, he's got so much money, like you said. Like, I, I just think you're right. I think when he took that position, he probably said, yes, I will work with Kirk. Uh, like yeah. I would... And he, he, there's probably, he probably doesn't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, Kirk yeah. is a talented quarterback. He does well. Um, they just can't get very far with him. Yeah. But um, either way, I, I think it's interesting to monitor that. Yeah. Uh, so, Charles, it's gonna be a big free agency year. Yeah, huge. I mean, huge, huge, huge free agency. Awesome, loaded free agent class. Yeah. And I, I mean, I because we're talking about the quarterbacks, I wouldn't say it's loaded. The the quarterbacks aren't loaded in free agency. No, but there's other. There's a lot of other good players oh, yeah. that in free can make agency. that can make good quarterbacks. There's a yeah. the offensive line. I mean, you can you basically you can have, have an all-pro all pro offensive line. Yeah, in in free agency, it, yeah. truthfully, uh, and that's I think where a lot of teams are going to. There's going to be a lot of money spent. Trent that's Williams, what I hope the Panthers do. Just please, just give me two guards in free agency, and I'll feel so much better. Trent Williams will only be the highest paid tackle for one year, and this year, I mean, I think that it's gonna someone's going to get it. Yeah, because they're they're. I mean, it's just incredibly important position and. To protect your most important position, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, also, there's there's some good corners. Uh, the best corner, and I, I'm interested in corners because I know the Niners are going to have to go after them, but uh, J.C. Jackson for the Patriots. Carlton Davis is actually ranked higher than J.C. Jackson. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that uh JC Jackson's getting let go but those are two young guys Carlton Davis JC Jackson, Jackson 26 Carlton Davis 25 Yeah um and I kind of surprised that each of them and we'll see you know we we don't know for a fact but it sounds like JC Jackson and the Patriots cannot come to terms Yeah which is not necessarily surprising it doesn't seem like the Patriots like to pay DBs for whatever reason it's just not a position that yeah, they, they don't. spend a whole lot of money on um, I think it's because um, Bill Belichick is a secondary guy, so he probably has all the confidence in the world to just develop coach, whoever yeah, he wants. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Charlie, I do want to run through this list here. Um, NFL and ESPN put out their you know top 100 lists of NFL free agents, and it, it is absolutely stacked. It really is. Uh, but I want to run through uh, probably the top 10 here with you. Uh, so Teron Armstead, he's 31 years old. He's the offensive left tackle for the Saints, or was. Uh, does obviously have some injury history. He's getting some offseason knee procedure done, but still will be and is the number one ranked free agent in this class He's going to be absolutely loaded down. Now, I, the question for him is how long, How much? what's the terms of his contract? He's going to demand top-tier money, but how many years is the question here. Yeah, at 31 years old, you know, three to four years, I think you're probably sitting in well, a, a solid place. Well, Trent Williams 
was 31, I think, last year when we gave him all the money in the world. Yeah, but Trent and doesn't he had have his the first All Pro year last year. Right, right. And so, besides the tumor thing that Washington never dealt with, Trent Williams' injury history is not. I don't know. I don't feel like it's as bad oh, right. as Toronto. No, it's, it's probably not as extensive as Toronto. Arms yeah, said. You're that's right, what I'm saying. Right. So, so Toronto Armstead number one. Uh, in the NFL list, J.C. Jackson is listed higher than Carlton Davis. But the ESPN list, Carlton, Carlton Davis, Davis is listed higher than J.C. Jackson. So pick and uh, choose your flavor. J.C. Jackson is the second-ranked person. Von Miller, number three. Uh, Carlton Davis, number four. Chandler Jones, number five. Tyron Matthew, number six. Marcus Williams, number seven. Allen Robinson, number eight. Uh, this one's kind of surprising to me. Emmanuel Ogba is number nine. Uh, surprising that he's that high. Yes, because he's uh, he actually his production has been insane. He's just a not as well of a known, not a highly drafted guy. So yeah, he's been playing out of his mind though. Yeah, I think that's, what it says that's going to be one of the sneakiest uh, steals there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and lastly, Brandon Sheriff, uh, number ten. Uh, Sheriff is just one of the few, one of the many, I should say, just absolutely uber talented guards that are going to be hitting free agents. And for people that are not as big of football fans as Bryce and I, obviously the guards and the tackles aren't the sexy stuff, but for us, it's like, that's like the meat and potatoes that we want. I would be screaming up and down if my team signed him. Yeah. Like that, that is, I actually thought that we were going to take a stab at trading for him last year but we we didn't yeah because he was on the trade block last offseason sheriff was right so i don't know I, I you know i think the biggest question for me is what happens to uh what happens to mitch trubisky i think teams are a little more inclined to take a shot on mitch and he's one of those who like a jimmy g like a kirk cousins you know um i think teams will Pick him up in free agency, and, I would, and, and then I think more, a team would probably athletic. draft someone behind him. Mitch Trubisky is more athletic than those two quarterbacks you just mentioned, as well. Right, like, right. So, know, like, can move a one of bit. the rumor, one of the Panthers' rumors was draft Malik Willis at six, sign Mitch Trubisky in free agency. I don't necessarily agree with that because if you're going to, you know, sit Malik Willis, then just sit him behind the terrible Sam Darnold. But um, you know, I, it is what it is. I do think. Um, Trubisky being paired with one of these quarterbacks in the later rounds, I think, would be a really decent setup, um, depending on how you view Mitch Trubisky. Sounds and, like the New York Giants really are going to take a run at Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Dable coming from the Bills, and he was just with the Bills. And, right. Um, you know, obviously. At the very like least, you know, Daniel Jones has not been able to play 16 games in a year, so the very least, you know, you have a quarterback competition and you see who see who wins it. Oh, Bryce, looks like we have some news. We do. We do. Go ahead. Amari Cooper getting traded to the Browns with a sixth pick as well. The Browns get back a fifth and a sixth, Charlie. That's a steal in my opinion. Yeah, no kidding. I, I don't understand the compensation here. I know Amari Cooper's going to get paid, but the Browns are also in... Regards to this, the Brown looks like the Browns are going to let Jarvis Landry seek a trade. Probably won't work out because he's, I'm sure he's got a high salary cap hit. But I don't know. It seems odd to me that this is as low as the compensation as they're going to get. 
Well, they were going to cut him anyways. It's kind of like what we were talking about before. Yeah. Um, you know, if they were going to, they might as well get something in return. You yeah. Know, even if it is just fifth or sixth, it's better than just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, true. Um, and the thing is when you tell, when everyone knows you're going to cut him, you lose all leverage as far as getting stuff in return. So, yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, but, you know, good for the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, well, they probably need, need to rework his contract. Yeah, but. right. I was gonna say they probably need to rework his contract. Um, uh, you know who they pair Amari Cooper with on the outside. I mean, well, I think they like Donovan Peoples Jones and Richard, you think so? Richard Higgins. You think? Yeah, and I'm sure that they'll go get someone. Um, but uh, like some maybe just stick in with the draft Mayfield. Or, that's that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different conversation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but you know. I, do, I don't know. I think I think Amari Cooper is a good, solid number one. I think he is. I'll I'll be curious to see. Mm-hmm. I I don't For know. Sure. I don't For know sure. about I'll where take... he'll land fantasy wise next year. I I kind of depends on who's throwing. And I look. I I like Baker. I mean, I yeah. I'm cool with that. Uh, I bet they run it back with Baker this year. Um, and don't they have to re-sign him after this year? Yeah. Any free agent now? Uh, uh, free, maybe his fifth year? Fifth year, I think. Yeah, we got to look into that. Yep. Um, well, so let's uh, let's go back to the free agents real quick, now yeah. that we broke that. Yep. Um, do you have one? I don't have one. I have a couple ideas that I like for like free agent landing spots. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to go first because we were kind of just talking about it before sure. the Amari Cooper news. The Giants and, you know, Mitch Trubisky going to the Giants. I like that. But what I like to pair with it would be Allen Robinson going to the Giants. So yeah. bringing Mitch Trubisky, bringing Allen Robinson, because the Kevin Galladay thing is eh. Yeah. Um, they are re-signing Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. But again, I think maybe bringing another weapon. Yeah. And maybe What do you think they're going to do with Saquon? Think they'll I think trade going. him? Yeah, I think he's going. You think so? I do. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I'll be um, curious to see. I'll be curious to see what the compensation is because they you talk s- about him and Christian, like who would get comp- more compensation? I would say Christian McCaffrey would right yeah, now. Yeah, I probably would too just because I think he's able to do more. But Yeah. Um, but uh, either way, I think they'll both bring in good compensation. But uh, I like that. I also like Allen Robinson potentially going to the Washington Commanders. Oh, okay. Um, Someone to pair with Scary Terry. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. So, I th- I think Allen Robinson may have a landing spot. And you know what? The Jack he really might go back with the Jacks, his yeah. first spot. But I I think he'll find himself in the NFC East with one of those teams. Um, and one other interesting thing is, what about Von Miller back to the Broncos? I think that is more likely to happen than anything else. So I, I and don't. He won't go. He won't. He be like for wants the money. to be back with the yeah, Broncos. And like he doesn't he's been, want the money for it. He's been like putting on Instagram, like I hope the Broncos let me run it back. Like, what number should I wear when I come back to the Broncos? Like, yeah, you know, I I, I do agree. I think he sees the writing on the wall. I think he did see. He the went and got on the his wall. his second ring. Actually, I was about yeah. to say no. He already has a ring and an MVP. Yeah. MVP. I don't remember that. Yeah, of course not. No, I don't remember that. Um, but, I, yeah. I would see. I see that being a reasonable. Yeah, I think at this point he's like, you know, he wants to play for a contender. I think, and that that now that they got Russ, I think that 
makes him feel like that's that's the place to go yep. back and be. But yeah, I got a couple here, Charlie. I mean, selfishly, I'll say the Panthers landing. I don't know. I, I don't know that we'll have the money for Brandon Sheriff. I would love to have Brandon Sheriff from the the Commanders. I almost said the Redskins. I would love to have him, but I don't know that we'll have the money to sign I him. I think it all depends on if you can get rid of Chris McCaffrey. And I know that sounds weird to say if you can get rid of him. Yeah. And yeah. that's not what I mean, but like yeah. if it, you well, did. I mean, we're like 30 mil under the cap right now, so I just don't know that signing Brandon Sheriff to a, a deal. Now, he's got some injuries. Uh, he's missed a, a bunch of games over the last couple of years. So, you know, there is some things there. Another guy I would like to see is um, the Cowboys guard, Connor Williams. Yeah, he, he played he, well this He year. has gotten better progressively. Um, I know there's a lot of frustration with him through the Cowboys uh, community and things like that. Yeah. I mean, any any of these top-tier guards, I think, would be really nice for the Panthers. Some fun ones, though, I think would be uh, someone like Stefan Gilmore going to your boys. Yeah, I would love that. You know, going to San Francisco. I think, you know, I don't know who they plan on keeping in San Fran, but, I mean, put Stefan Gilmore back there with Joukowsky Tart. Like, your secondary is unbelievable. Um, if you're not going Stefan Gilmore, maybe someone like Tyron Matthew to either the Buccaneers – uh, someone going back to a Todd Bowles type system, yep. or again going back to, um, I think the San Francisco. I think you guys got to go get someone in free agency for your secondary. Yeah, here. absolutely. And I, I really think it needs to be in the corner realm. Um, we might re-sign Jason Verrett, but you know, mm. we that might mean we have him for two games, or we have him for the whole season. Yeah, more than likely, it's two games. Yeah, as far as his injury history has shown. Right. Um. And, you know, Ambry Thomas is coming along. He was the one that had the pick. But, you know, if you ask Kyle Shanahan in the first half of the year, he didn't think he was going to make it. Yeah. Like, he just thought it was there was no chance. I think we're going to need to make an actual corner splash signing uh, for the first. And, you know, Richard Sherman, that was a splash signing, I guess. But he was also in the twilight of his career at that mm-hmm. point. Right, right. Um so, yeah, we need to go get a corner. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what the Chiefs do. Tyron Matthew does a lot for them, and so I wouldn't be surprised if he does re-sign with the Chiefs. I think he might. But it honestly just depends, I think, on if someone comes you know, with a bigger, better contract. Um, he does he does so much for them, and so that's interesting to see. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, Charlie, I think the biggest thing for me is I, I, there's a lot of really cool pieces here uh, as far as skill position guys and secondary guys, but... Honestly, I think this free agency team's going to win in the trenches. And I know that sounds so cliche, but... It's so true. I honestly, mean, it's so true. Like, if you can nab two of these guards or a guard-tackle combination from the handful of guys that are out there on free agency this year, I mean, holy smokes. Your, Bryce, your you offensive and I were saying before we be started so recording better. that we think that there is an all-pro offensive line just in free agency. Yeah, yeah, there I absolutely mean, is. It, absolutely is. It's pretty incredible what what is out there and can i mean seriously make uh incredible impact on on some teams this yeah year. you could get almost three you could get three solid guys you could get three you could rebuild almost uh three-fifths of your line just through free agency alone look at the jags to make i mean they so they tagged cam robinson again but i think they they're yeah. going to make a splash in the offensive line pool um the panthers will 
Obviously, I the Bengals need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, those are the top three in my Bengals again. I think they're another one where like Bengals have a lot of cap room. I think Bengals could nab like a Brandon Sheriff. They got the oh, yeah. room to do something like that where they can get one of these top. Their centers. best players are on their rookie contract. Exactly, all, all of their best players except right. for Trey, Trey right. Hendrickson. And they don't necessarily need the tackles. They need inside line help. Yeah. They need guard and center combinations there. So, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot to be said about free agency. Like you said before, it'll be really interesting to see once the league year starts and we start to, like, finalize some of these deals and sign off on them. And I think free agency, you know, we said it last year, free agency was going to be crazy. But, you know, there's a lot. There's there's This is going to be another really interesting free agency leading up to the draft because, again, like you said, like, Guys like Christian McCaffrey, Kirk Cousins, um, Saquon Barkley, sons like Deshaun Watson. They're all Jimmy Garoppolo. They on all the might get walk. moved here. So I'll, Jimmy Garoppolo is likely to get moved. Right. And so what are I the chances? He, so just randomly, what are the chances you think Jimmy G is still the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback day game one next year? I'd say at at the most a thirty percent chance. Okay. I don't think he's going to be on the roster and not be the starter. Is he trade to start the year next year? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm interested to see. I think some of these other quarterback dominoes are going to have to fall. Deshaun Watson's going to have to go. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kind of was expecting Jimmy to move before free agency. I could be – I mean, it's we're getting closer and closer. And yeah. I kind of thought the Jimmy thing would already. I thought he would have been moved before the Deshaun Watson decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, so where do you think Deshaun Watson lands? I kind I <clears throat> put your mark on it. Let's hear it. I kind of like. I like what I said about Seattle? the Panthers moving. Well, I was going to say that, but. The Panthers moving Christian McCaffrey and the Panthers. I mean, David Tepper wants him. Yeah, David it, Tepper was interested with the legal issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I'm worried about that, but I agree with you. I do think that if Deshaun went to Seattle, I think it would be it would be rough for him at start, just because I agree with you. I, I think the fan base would be a little hurting, and coming in after Russ would be hard. But, but also because I don't. I, I'm kind of talking more about the, and I don't mean to get the into legal this. issues. I get it. No, like the I, politics of right, that community. Right. Exactly. Okay. I I understand that. All right. Gotcha. I just think Seattle has more draft capital to make it work than Carolina does. But do that. I don't think they got so those two first they got were not for this year. It's one first this year, one first next year. A first round pick is a first round pick. Right. 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 I I was just making sure that. Yeah. Cause no, they, they it's not. It's not like first. they're right because they didn't have one this year. So now they do have one. Yeah. They have the Broncos. But I believe at nine. Do the Pan- the Panthers don't have two firsts this year? Do no, they? Okay. they have a first, and then that's they don't pick again. I think until the third, mm. they don't have a second round pick because that's what we traded for Darnold. Okay, yeah. So that's what sucks about the Panthers too. It's like, you know, you have a you have the six overall pick, which is awesome, but then you don't have. I don't think you have a day two pick. I'd have to look unless you traded someone. I don't know that they have a second or a third. I, they might have a third, but I'd have to look again. I don't think they do. So, with so I, I guess Russell Wilson sort of set the trade standard in this. And you, in your opinion, 
you think the Russell Wilson trade is the floor yeah. for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, for sure. Now no, I'm I, not. I don't not, feel like it's for sure. It shouldn't be for sure in my if, mind. See, I think one of these players. So for the Russ, the Russ deal, the compensation was two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth, and then three players. I think Deshaun will end up going for three first round picks, a second round or a third round pick, and then maybe one or two defensive players. And that's where it's like. Carolina. If you're talking about players alone, Carolina has better young defensive talent than someone like Seattle does. But Seattle, at this point, has probably better draft capital than the Carolina Panthers. So it's just hard to... It's kind of hard to say, but I, I do agree with you. I think David Tepper is willing to mortgage the entire future just to go get Deshaun, which I don't agree with, honestly. If you're talking about my personal opinion, I'd rather just suck it up with Darnold this next year, which is gonna suck. But draft a draft a franchise left tackle, which we wouldn't have we haven't had since Jordan Gross retired. Draft a franchise left tackle, continue to rebuild the offense, and you know, I think if I had to trade away two players, I would trade away Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey. And I know that sucks to say, because once again I'll have a, a closet full of Carolina Panthers jerseys and none of them will be on the team. Um, But I think you can get a lot of compensation for Christian McCaffrey and I think you can probably get a third or a fourth round pick for Robbie Anderson. And I just think the Panthers are... You think so? Yeah. There's already... They're talking trade talks already with Robbie to the Patriots. I can see see a fourth, maybe not a third though. Uh, It depends on how desperate the Patriots are for a good wide receiver. They apparently the Panthers and Patriots were engaged in trade talks uh, early on about Robbie Anderson, and we have Terrace Marshall, Terrace Marshall Jr. sitting on the bench, and he barely played last year. Yeah, but he did. He showed a lot of really big flashes, and you know nothing against Robbie. We paid him a ton, and he deserves it. But we just have a terrible quarterback and can't get it to him, and unfortunately, I well, just don't it could think... be a dangerous combination with Robbie Anderson and Deshaun Watson, oh. but. Trust and DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore's had three back-to-back thousand-yard receive. Oh no, uh, yeah. Obvi- obviously, DJ Moore is the is a lock, yeah. and you cannot let him go. But yeah. um, with Robbie, he's he's a deep ball guy. Can I can I make an argument about the whole like Russell Wilson's trade being the floor thing? Sure. Because in the amount of time that Deshaun Watson's been in the league, and this would this would be my my um, defense if I was for a team. trading for him like well yeah i know that you want at least what russell wilson got but by the time russell wilson had been in the league as long as deshaun watson has he was a half a yard away and a marshawn lynch handoff away from having two super bowl yes yeah Yeah. i mean you go throw a deep ball Against yeah. each other. Yeah. And tell me who's got the better ball. Well, who's at this smart, point, it's like Deshaun's yeah, it's 26 years old. It's Deshaun is only age, exactly. in my opinion. Deshaun is 26. Russell is 31, 30? Yeah. 31, Something like that? Yeah. Maybe he might be older, actually. I think he was drafted in 2012. So he's probably 32. Yeah. So, 31, 32. I mean, Deshaun Watson, you know, whoever gets machine, Deshaun, really you can have him for the next 10 years. Easy. You can have them for the next ten years. No, right, I don't know. But it, it, it's it'll be interesting to Russell's see. Russell's thirty three. See, I, I 
figured that would be the case. But yeah, I don't know, Chuck. You know, it's it's just it's hard to determine these things. I'll be really curious once the season st- or you know the business season starts. What Tuesday at four o'clock? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday at four o'clock. Yep. So a lot of these trades will get finalized, and we'll go from there. And then yeah. that's you know. Next week it's gonna be crazy. We have to start writing down all the deals because it's gonna be there. I have a feeling like people are gonna be flying off the shelves, flying off. The Wednesday shelves. will be it'll be insane. Yeah, yeah. Um. So starting Monday, teams can start talking to legally talking to players. Um, that will become unrestricted free agents. They can talk to their restricted free agents, um, and then. Wednesday, all hell breaks loose. And we'll know a lot of what's going to happen Tuesday and, you know. We'll hear rumors. And, and there will be pretty much done deals that just haven't been finalized. I mean, all these trades. Are done deals. They're just not finalized. Right. They'll be finalized right. on Wednesday. So, right. Um, there will be a lot of that. Because you can start talking to people on Monday, all, a lot of the chips will start to fall. Yeah. Um, but Wednesday, it, it's going to be a. A madhouse and it'll be exciting we should have another pod next weekend to yeah we'll break it down i know last year we had to break it in two parts yeah 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 so um, consider this part one yeah so <laughs> we'll uh we'll see how it how it goes with that anything else as far as the free agent market that you want to anyone that um and the the truth is there's i think there will be quite a few more trades before wednesday before monday tuesday wednesday um and after a lot of the chips fall, there's going to be more quarterback moves and, and stuff like that. So um, it's this will be a fun week. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just... This past week was a fun week, too. My goodness gracious. Yeah, it was. I, I think just looking forward, I think this is going to go all the way up to the draft, like what we saw last year. And I think there'll be a lot of... I don't know that there will be trades on draft night, but I think there will be a handful of trades before draft night that will rearrange the draft and, and, you know, the players and the order in which they get drafted. So uh, I do think, you know, kind of like what you said, I think the Panthers are in a trade back spot. The Philadelphia Eagles have three first round draft picks. Like what they do with that is going to be interesting. Which is also a possible landing spot for Deshaun Watson. Right. Trading Jalen Hurts, maybe Devontae Smith and three firsts. I mean, it would be doable. Yeah. It would be doable. You know, someone like Fletcher Cox, maybe, on the defensive side. Yep. That's why, you know, it sounds like... He's on the trade block. Yeah. Sounds like the Houston Texans want D guys. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, Charlie, we'll just have to wait and see. I think it'll be really interesting. But I think it'll be pretty similar to kind of what we saw last year of a lot of trades and big signings uh, happening before the draft and, and setting up the draft so that it looks completely different on draft night than it does essentially right now on what March 12th. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. Well, um, Bryce, I've got a chapped ass. Okay. Do you, do you want to, do you, if, if you have a chapped ass, let me know. Let me tell you about my chapped ass though, Bryce. Um, but yeah, well, actually if we're going to do this, you gotta, you gotta say it. You gotta do the thing. Oh, uh, the yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Bryce. Champion your ass. It would not have been the same segment. No, it that. wouldn't. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't. Um, have. Bryce, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what's giving me the red ass. Yeah, you tell me. This morning I Tree woke limbs? up. <laughs> yeah. This morning I woke up and poured a cup of coffee, and all of a sudden I hear, 
thwack. And I was like, you know what? I know what that sounded like. And it sounded like my neighbor's tree, which is dying. One of the limbs, it all, he's always dropping limbs off that tree. Yeah. Like the smallest gust of wind, but it sounded like it finally got my truck and it damn sure did. Damn. Caved in the, uh, the sunroof. Not not the actual framing of the roof Just of the, the car. window itself. The window right, itself right. Um, did dent a little bit above the door and tore up like some of the what I think it's the weather stripping or the mm-hmm. plastic under the window. Um, How are you going to get to work on Monday? Well, they were supposed to call me about a rental car today, which they have not. But, but oh. uh, you know, Lily's not working. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. And we have yeah. and uh, the baby has no doctor appointments on monday so okay nice. i'll just take her car yeah, nice um but yeah that, that does suck you know and that thing has been dropping limbs for a long time mm-hmm. i can make the argument like and they they're gonna pay my deductible and everything but this isn't it's a it's on me it's my auto insurance has to cover it not his homeowners yeah because it's an act of god or, or what have you I hope because it's an act of God or whatever that it's it doesn't make my premium go up, but I, I kind of think it will. Yeah, it probably will. Which is lame, and I don't make claims. I really have. I mean, I make. I've made claims on um, your body, <laughs> on my person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not my car body. Not your car. The only claims I've made are cracked windshields from yeah rocks from trucks and stuff. Yeah. So, right, right. Um. But. You know that. Yeah, that's interesting, uh, Charlie. I don't have a chapped ass right now. Good. Um, I like to hear that. Uh, you know, it is. It is. I could probably make one up, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a pass on this. I'm okay. Plead, plead the Fifth Amendment. I'm just right. gonna leave it on that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have to give a shout out to Mike Straub, who won the bracket. Oh, nice. Challenge of the of the playoffs. Nice. Um, he had the Rams winning. And uh, I know this is so long ago, but Kyle G. Aquino won the last DraftKings of, of nice. the year for the yeah. Super Bowl. I just got an update saying, you have $2 on a draft. You're on your DraftKings balance. I'm like, well, <laughs> I won't be using that till August. Yeah, it'll roll over. <laughs> um, bro, oh, real quick. So March 16th, Wednesday is when free agency starts. It is technically the new league year. Yeah. And then the draft in Las Vegas will be April 28th through the 30th. So when are we going to the draft? I would love to go this year when it's in Vegas, but I know that's not realistic when I have a... Yeah. Well, I'll have one. a... Yeah. We got to go somewhere where it's on the relatively Midwest or the East Coast. Cleveland. So when it comes back... When it comes back East, we're going to go. If I would go... I would... Yeah. When it comes back East, we're going to go. Okay. We got to cool. go. It would be sick. Was it in Cleveland last year? I, I think two yes, years. Yes, it was. Yeah, was it, it was last, last year? year? It was last, it was last year. year. That was Nashville. You're right. It was two years ago. Two years Cleveland. ago, it was in Cleveland. Last mm-hmm. year, I think it was in Nashville. Now it's in Vegas. Yep. So yeah, I'll be curious to see. But when it comes back east, Charlie, we're going. All right. But we still need to make it to the pro um, Hall of Fame. Yes, we do. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. That's why I was hoping it was in Cleveland. Then we can just not you get two birds stoned at once. You know. There you go. There you go. I like that. I like um. That. <clears throat> all right. Well. Y'all, here's our here's here's a podcast in in this this calendar year. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, sorry, it's been sorry so for long. the delay. Right, uh, it's you know it's been a minute, but um, you know it is what it is. Uh, life happens as life Charlie happens. as Charlie and I have 
figured out. And um, we're both extremely busy, but we both love our loyal listeners and we want to do this for you guys. And we also enjoy just drinking and talking football. All the time. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, uh, like, rate, subscribe. Uh, don't forget to like, don't forget to rate, and don't forget to subscribe. Um, and Bryce. Charlie. Anything else? That's it. Thanks, y'all. This was fun. Peace.